You know, I tried growing catnip once, and Ed, <laughs> it got like this tall, and Ed just like ate it all. Nice. It didn't even get to its full potential. It was just gone. I find that very funny. <laughs> you tried growing catnip. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> Hello, animal lovers. Welcome to the Animal Facts Podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Jayla. We just want to remind everyone that we are not professionals, just animal enthusiasts. We love learning about them, talking about them, and discovering new ones. And all the crazy things that they can do. There are so many animals out there, and they are all so different. If we are misinformed, please email us at animalfactspodcast at gmail.com so we can correct ourselves. Some of the things we say may also just be our opinions. So just a reminder, we are enthusiasts, not professionals. Thanks Thanks for for joining us. Enjoy! Uh, Okay. Sorry, I am just... I was like, I wonder if this animal is in any zoos. And then I found my answer, and now I'm like, ooh, I'm excited. Um, Interesting. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's a mammal? has an A in it, and you had to make sure or check to see if it was in any zoos, which means it's not a common animal in zoos. Or it's so common that you don't know if they would even have it in a zoo. Those are all good, good theories. I'm good excited. real knowledge. Oops. <laughs> What if I guessed right? How miraculous would that be? <laughs> Honestly, I'd be really, really supli- surprised. Surprised. I'd um, be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I would be kind of surprised. Would be. Cool. Are I'm you ready? ready? I am. <laughs> Whenever you are. <laughs> just like... Awesome. I'm ready. Oh, yeah. I guess I have to introduce this. <laughs> I always forget. I think I'm just so used to, like, you just taking over and flowing. It's, I don't know. Your transition is so much smoother into that. <laughs> <laughs> I just start. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, welcome, Animal Fact Lovers. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, I did all the research this week, and we're going to learn about an animal. Uh, Nicole's already got a couple hints. I have gotten a few hints. Yeah. Um, it's a mammal. It starts with, or doesn't start with an A. It has oh. an A in its name. Or does it start with an A? Was that a secret clue? <gasps> Guess we'll have to wait. Find out. <laughs> um, yeah. What was your... Th- you just got a hint. On zoos. Accident. Oh, yeah. I was looking up if they're in zoos. So it's um, either a rare animal in a zoo or a very common animal that aren't normally in zoos because they're so common or they're so rare. I don't know. I don't know. I guess you'll if have you to wait to find out. If you can hear my dog or my baby in the background, I'm sorry. Yes. It's also really hot here, so if you can hear my fan in the background, I also apologize. It is very, very warm. (laughs) So gross. Mm -hmm. Um, Cool. But 
before we get any more hints, <laughs> Nicole, do you have a personal question this week? I oh, wait. do. What? I'm Jayla. And this is Nicole. <laughs> I thought you had just skipped over that bit. And I was like, oh, well. <laughs> I should have. I should have just me. stopped. <laughs> Sorry. I am Nicole. <laughs> Welcome, Animal Facts lovers. <laughs> I'm Jayla. <laughs> I'm Nicole. <laughs> and this is take two. <laughs> Okay, my personal question this week is, what is one of your favorite movies? Not Mm. your favorite movie, because that's like, I feel like an impossible question, but one of your favorite movies. What movie can you watch over and over and over again and still love it every time? That is a great question. Um... I feel like well, I have I guess I have two answers. I'm thinking. I'm thinking if they are my my answers. <laughs> Cuz my go-to answer is always The Sandlot. I love The uh, Sandlot. That's a I good think one. It's got great music, it's funny, it's a classic. Mm-hmm. It's got an animal got mm-hmm. baseball i used to have a really big crush on squints when i was growing up mm-hmm. um so the sandlot is definitely my go-to but as an adult the movie that i always like to watch is kipo in the two strings and it's a stop oh, animation movie that is such a good one it's, it's really cool and it's yeah. amazing i loved learning about how big their set design was and how much it like went into it it's crazy if you yeah. haven't seen kipo and the two strings i highly recommend it it's definitely nolan's favorite one of nolan's favorite movies too it uh, is a good one yeah. those stop animation movies that that company does is just amazing yeah they're they beautiful do so good there's what is it because they also do box trolls right yeah Mm -hmm. there's like a scene at the end of box trolls of them being like them like talking and like doing like the animation and talking and Mm -hmm. like it slowly zooms out and you see the person like actually moving them and everything and like you see the change of clothes and like all the things that change like this probably took like three days just to do this one little thing and like as like the character that's a claymation character is like animating it or like narrating it it's super good and cool and it's just crazy yeah it's it's pretty wild yeah so, that's a, what about you good movies uh i really <laughs> love logan lucky mm, um nice i think nice. it's a good movie it's just i don't know it's got a really good cast it's really funny but it's also like I feel like when you start watching it, it seems kind of slow at first, and you're just like, Mm -hmm. what is happening? And then by the end, it picks up, and then the more you watch it, the more you, like, catch, and the more you're like, what? And it's just super, super good. It's basically a hillbilly heist of these, like, (laughs) this, like, family who decides to uh, rob NASCAR. (laughs) 
And they're these, like, super simple-minded, like, guys that you just don't think are going to be able to pull it off and stuff. And it's really good. Um, it's got Channing Tatum, Adam Driver, mm-hmm. Daniel Craig. It's nice. It's got a really good cast. It's a good movie. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. It's so I've good. I it. love it. I talk about it all the time. <laughs> That's probably why I've heard of it. <laughs> uh-huh. And then yeah. my other go-to movie that I can watch all the time and love it every single time, uh, especially if I'm like feeling kind of sad <laughs> and mm-hmm. just makes me feel like happy, is the live-action Cinderella. Mm. That one I, I knew, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Cinderella. One, Prince Charming is a dreamboat. <laughs> yeah, is he Prince Charming? Yes, he is he very a charming, charming prince. He is a very charming prince. <laughs> Gee, I wonder where he gets his name from. <laughs> so nice. But yeah, those are my movies. Nice. Yeah. Animal fact lovers, what are your favorite movies? Do they have yes. animals in them? <gasps> animals. Logan Lucky has cockroaches. <laughs> Cinderella has a lot of move animals. <laughs> a lot of movies. <laughs> a lot of movies. A lot of animals. I mean, Cinderella yes. does have a lot of movie versions. <laughs> she does. That's definitely true. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, are you ready to learn about what animal? Yes. Animal give today? me more clues. Cool, cool. So we know that it has an A in its name. It's a mammal. And it can be found in zoos. Um, This animal has also been listed as critically endangered since 1996. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. Any guesses? Siberian tiger. No. Oh, no, Siberian would have an A in it, right? I didn't think about it. <laughs> okay, continue. I think it does. I feel like it does. Anyways, um, <laughs> if you're found poaching this animal, you may oh. be fined a minimum of $14,972.75. That's U.S. dollars. And you can be jailed for two years a long time Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know (laughs) cool and then my last hint is that this animal has different spot patterns and it's the spot patterns are like human fingerprints so each spot set of spots is unique to each animal so it's got spots it's a mammal got an A in it, it can be found in zoos, and there's a heavy price slash time for poaching said animal. (laughs) I have no idea. All right, drum roll. (laughs) It's the Amur Leopard. Ah, I was going to guess like a cheetah, but I was like, yeah. I don't think they're critically endangered. 
Well, and when you said Siberian tiger, I was like, I wanted to say, you're on the right track. You're so close. Um, it is a big kitty. Yes, it is a big cat. Um, it's not the snow leopard because we don't have our guest for the snow leopard episode. But True. Um, I did wanted to do a cat. So this is what I got. Um, I like it. I don't know so. what kind of leopard that is, but I'm excited to learn. I will I tell you. pictures. Yes. Um, I did link uh, when we have our resources added. Um, there are It's a Wildcats Conservation Alliance, and they have a lot of gorgeous photos. Um, so there's a link on our research, research re- yeah, resource page um, so that you can go directly to there, and it'll be – they're so pretty. Um, it does start with an A. It does. <laughs> there was a hidden clue. <laughs> that wasn't on purpose. You said also, that wasn't on purpose. <laughs> no, when you asked me earlier this week if it had an A in it, I was like, "Yeah, leopard." <laughs> I didn't even think of the like specific leopard. That's fantastic. Um, yep. So it's Amer. They're so pretty. Yep, Amer leopard. Um. So, the armored leopard's closest living relative is that's not a leopard um, is going to be a jaguar. Um, and then I learned a little bit about the difference between a leopard and a jaguar um, cool. because they are so similar. So the jaguar is stockier; it's more muscular with a broader head, so it's kind of like got the squarer face and it's got powerful jaws. And then the leopard has a longer tail and it's leaner. Uh, the jaguar's spot pattern is different, so they have the little rosette, so it's like the outline, but they also have spots inside of that, mm. uh, the little black spots in the middle, and then uh, leopards don't have that, they just have the rosette. Uh, so, and then the leopard is considered the smallest of the four big cats, the oh. other three are tiger, lion, and jaguar. So the leopard is the smallest in size. <laughs> and then jaguars love... Yeah. There's some there's some good ones up there. And the, uh-huh. the kitchens are so cute. Have they you found the kitchens? They are so cute. They're little fuzzballs. Mm-hmm. Um, jaguars love water. Leopards tend to s- avoid it. Uh, they also Jaguars are also usually braver when it comes to facing off their species. So, like, they'll fight anacondas or crocodiles. Whoa. Uh, leopards don't. <laughs> they usually <laughs> shy away. And that's for, like, all leopards, not specifically the armor leopard. Um, and then the biggest one was that their locations are different. So, jaguars are found in, like, South America and leopards are found in Africa and Asia. Okay. So, they kind of look similar, um, but you can really see it in like their facial structure if you have them side by side in their spots and then based on where you found them. So, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just me trying to distinguish, <laughs> was this picture I'm looking at a leopard or a jaguar? Because I found that and I was like, they look really similar. So. Cool. Um, yeah. They're cute. They are cute. Uh, specifically, the Amur leopard... Um, is also known as the Far Eastern leopard, and it's one of the nine subspecies of leopards. So there's nine different types of leopards. Um, there's the Sri Lankan, there's the Javan, 
Indo-Chinese, Amr, which is what we're going to talk about, North Chinese, Persian, Arabian, Indian, and African. Um, I specifically honed in on the Amr leopard because of its uh, endangeredness. Um, cool. it, it was very distinct. Um, and hopefully we'll be able to talk about all the leopards one day. Yes. Um, the Amr leopards are named after the Amr River which is a body of water that runs between the border of both China and Russia. Mm. So that's kind of where they live, and we'll talk about their habitat later. Um, Nicole, you looked up pictures, but they have thick fur, which helps them survive in that cold climate. Yeah. It can grow about three inches long, which oh. is about the length of a credit card. Dang. So, Fluffy. Or the width of a soup can, in case you <laughs> didn't have a credit card. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, they can get pretty fluffy. Uh, yeah. And then for camouflage in the snow, their coat is paler than most other leopards. Uh, so, like, they're paler than the African leopard or the Indian leopard because they have to blend in. Um, but that does change seasonal seasonally. So, in the summer, they have reddish-yellow fur. And then in the winter, it gets to be, like, a light yellow, almost white. Um and then the rosettes, so their spots, are widely spaced, and they're larger than most other leopards, which I thought was kind of cool. Cool. They can be six to seven feet long, and that's <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's including their tail. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the males generally so. weigh 70. <laughs> I hope so, too. Um, <laughs> they weigh 70 to 106 pounds, which is 32 to 48 kilograms. And then the females are smaller, and they weigh about 55 to 95 pounds, which is 25 to 43 kilograms. So it's about 30 pounds less than the average African leopard, which is usually the one that you see in, like, the Saharas and climbing those trees and, like, the desert areas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the main – one of the big differences between the Amur leopard and most of its relatives um, or other leopards is that – they have longer limbs, so they're, like, longer. They're just, they kind of stand a little taller. Yeah. Um, and that's to help them navigate through the snow. Nice. So that they can, like, get over those big old snow piles. And then they also have larger paws, which also kind of work as snowshoes to help them nice. walk on the snow. That's so. cool. Yeah. Yep, yep. So. Cool, cool. Yeah. So, based on their name, where do you think they live? They're named after well, the Amur River. Yeah, you said that <laughs> they live, like, the river is, like, a border between Russia and China. Mm-hmm. So, probably in the forests of Russia and China, <laughs> near the river. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they do. Um, cool. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I feel like you give me trick questions, and I'm like, now I don't know. No, well, I mean, I, mean, I still they're... don't really know. I was assuming, and we know what happens when you assume. <laughs> Do we, Nicole? <laughs> what does it mean when you assume? Make an um. ass out of you and me. <laughs> I love that phrase. Uh, I just think it's funny. Um, it is a funny phrase. Yes, but it's not a trick question. Uh, they are cool. found 
in the far eastern areas of Russia and the northeast parts of China. Um, and that's the only place that the Amur leopards are found in the wild. Um, they experience the harsh winters with extreme cold and deep snow as well as hot summers. So that's why they their fur changes throughout the year. Um, and they are the northernmost of all leopard species. So nobody really lives any far north northern than them um so they are solitary mammals um and they have territories between 19 to 116 square miles which if we convert that to football fields (laughs) how many football fields do you think that is nicole 300. Uh, that's too high. Oh, wait, that's too low. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh, 700. Uh, it's in the thousands. Oh. Like in uh, 100,000. Lower. It's about half that. 50,000? Yeah, it's about fifty six thousand football. Whoa, that's yeah, so, that just blows my mind. Yeah, yeah. I tried to find a city to relate it to, but there yeah. was it was either too big or too small. Yeah, so, sorry. It still, just blows my mind. Like I can't imagine. Maybe if there, like, I had like this many Texases <laughs> or Alaskas, you know, I'd be like, oh, okay, but. Right. I know football fields, especially it's when it's like fifty six thousand so, football fields. It's like, just so hard to imagine that because a football field for me is still like pretty big. It's but still it's really not big. Like yeah, huge. It's not like New York, but it's yeah. still big. I guess but if New you York think City of, was the one, but yeah, fifty six thousand of them. Ah, oh, that's so like, many. That's just huge. Ugh, so so much so much territory. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, yeah historically their range extended through northeastern china to southern parts of um primorsky Krai. i probably butchered that but it's in russia and then also the korean peninsula so all the way down to like south korea um and the range shrank dramatically during the 20th century due primarily to habitat loss and hunting and i'll talk more about that later um but we're going to take a deep dive into their history, which kind of expands on why their habitat is so small. Hmm. So. um, Cool. Yeah. The first reliable estimate of leopard numbers in Russia was made by this guy named Dmitry Pikunov and Vladimir Abramov. So it's Vladimir and Dmitry. Um, in the winter of 1972 to 73. And by this time, the population um, was relatively small and it went to one area. Um, And in that population, um, it originally was, they had like a big one population and eventually it ended up splitting into three separate areas because they got isolated into those areas um, because people were building in between them. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
Sulik. Um, so with those three isolated areas, can you guess how many leopards there were remaining in specifically Russia? Is it a lot or a little? It's a little. 50? Smaller. Oh, smaller than 50. Yeah, um, it's actually 38 to 46. Oh, that's so, so sad. That, yeah, that was their estimate. Um, and then in 1985, they took a survey suggesting that leopards had disappeared from areas southwest of Lake Kanka and from southern Sikotalin, which were areas in um, Russia. And then if you were counting migrants to and from China, so like the leopards that were kind of crossing that border and going back and forth, the mm-hmm. guess in 1990 to 91 was that there were 30 to 36 leopards left. Oh, so um, sad. Yeah. So their numbers are really tiny, which makes them the most endangered big cat. Uh, yeah. And in 2011, there was a suggested that there are, are now approximately 40 individuals living specifically in China. Um, okay. But That's not they counting did... any zoo ones? No, that was just counting the ones in the wild. Okay. Um, and then they used to live, so I said that they used to live in the Korea Peninsula. So they used to go yeah. all the way down to South Korea. Um, but they were thought to be extinct in the late 1960s um so and then there's some recent unconfirmed reports suggesting that a few leopards might remain in and around the demilitarized zone between north and south korea but it's a guess and we don't have any hard evidence or anything to confirm that information um so we can hope yeah um there is a refuge somewhere yeah, there is a refuge, um, and it's called the Land of the Leopard National Park, and it's six hundred thousand seventy six hundred forty seven thousand four hundred acres. Um, wow! It was created in two thousand twelve. Yep, and it's along the Russian and Chinese border, and uh, since that's been established in two thousand twelve, the Amur population has been on the rise. And it's estimated as of 2017 that it's now anywhere between 80 to 100 individual armor leopards. And that's also specifically counting adults. Yay! So, yeah. That's exciting. There's hope! Yes. That doesn't, however, take them off of the world's most endangered big cats or critically endangered list by the IUCN. Understandably Um, so. And their biggest threats. Any guesses? Humans! Ding, ding, ding. It'd be us. We uh, like our prizes and we like our destruction of habitat. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep. Those are actually the two biggest reasons. Um, it's the number one reason of why the leopard population is so low. You want to take a wild guess? Ha, a wild uh, guess for the wild <laughs> leopards. 
Sorry. Uh, habitat loss or hunting? I don't know. I'm going to go with hunting. Hunting. It is hunting. And it's not specifically hunting of leopards. It's actually more towards the hunting of their prey. Oh, um, they're taking their food source. Mm-hmm. Ah. So the forests that the Amur leopards inhabit are also really accessible to one of the closest uh, cities. And it's an area where a lot of city folk kind of like drive out and then do their hunting and then go home. Um, so there's two main cities that are near that area and it's uh, the Primorsky Krai um, area and it's the Vladivostok uh, city and the Usurisk city. Uh, sorry, I'm not good at pronouncing those. Uh but they're only yeah they're only two to three hour drives away um and then they enter that leopard's range um Mm. of hunting grounds so what a lot of them do is that they're going in they're hunting their food and then they're taking it home so it's usually like deer and stuff Um, and then the leopards are also poached for their skin um so and also possibly their bones which i didn't find any hard evidence about what they do with that but i wouldn't be surprised people do some weird things ancient chinese medicine yeah there is a a competition for the deer and wild boar and locals sometimes kill leopards in retaliation if leopards are preying on domestic animals uh, well, which is kind of sad. You're stealing their food. <laughs> They're just getting what they can. Yeah. I mean, it still sucks if somebody loses a dog to a leopard, but still. <laughs> yeah. So. But um, the second biggest threat is forest fires. So reducing the natural forest habitat and replacing it with grasslands. Um, and this is usually caused by uh, not like accidental forest fires um but because we're trying to harvest the land and proceed to destroy it um so that sucks and then there's inbreeding because the population is so small uh and that it's dwindled to about 35 individuals um occasionally so the uh amur leopard is the only big cat with international approval to be considered for reintroduction using captive bred armor leopards so they can use the captive um or like the zoo armor leopards to help um breed with wild armor leopards and try and boost that population Um, cool yeah uh and then there's development obviously us taking over their land um and trying to replace it uh with railways and gas and oil pipelines and ports um and i have a story about that later um it's not the only story there's a positive story i promise um but we're going to talk about a sad story soon uh armor leopards are also endangered animal it's always sad (laughs) yeah true um armor leopards are also uh able to get the distemper virus like most animals. Um, Yeah, so we're not entirely sure how they're getting it or where or what the origin is, but they are 
it's a thing. So that doesn't really help them in their favor. Vaccinate your dogs and cats. <laughs> yeah, so that the Avro Leopard can just come and snatch them. And not catch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. No. Yep. So, I know. Sorry. Kind of a sad moment. Um, <laughs> but we can move on. There's very talk about... few of them. It's all going to be sad <laughs> moments. <laughs> no. Uh, we can talk about their prey. And then we can talk about little Amur leopards. Because I think Aww. they're cute. Yes. So. What do you think the Amur leopard eats? It's a carnivore because it's a big cat. <laughs> and you said earlier that people hunt deer and they're stealing their food. So I'm assuming deer and other like small foresty things. Yep. Whatever they that's, can that's meat. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Uh, So they hunt roe deer and sika deer and then they hunt boar badgers hares and they'll even hunt mice oh nice a little midnight snack nice little um, popcorn snack <laughs> yeah Pop- <laughs> it's a sorry squeaky snack yeah it's like it's squeaky, squeaky cheese, cheese. <laughs> yeah. oh that was great yes <laughs> yeah. Uh, so sometimes because they're so quiet and they have to be really good at sneaking up on their prey, uh, Amur leopards are referred to as silent killers. Mm. Uh, this is also because they normally hunt at night. Uh, nice. They need their large territories to avoid competition with prey. So us encroaching on their territory is kind of not so great. Um. But they silently watch their prey, and then they'll ambush it um, using a burst of energy, reaching speeds up to 35 miles per hour. Ooh, that's fast. And they're also usually going, like, downhill or, like, across the mountain or through the snow. So that's pretty impressive. Um, That means I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm a goner, too. (laughs) (laughs) We can be goners together. Perfect. Uh, Together we'll be gone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, After they catch their prey, they carry it and they hide it. um, And they'll hide their unfinished kills sometimes up trees, kind of like their other leopard friends um, that do it in the other other areas. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Nice. and they they do take it up the tree because they don't want other predators to get it. Understandable. They worked hard so to get it. I wouldn't want fight. someone to steal my food either. Yep, yep. I'm protective so. of bagel bites, and those aren't in short supply or anything, so I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah. You're not even... You don't have, like, 40 or 80 other <laughs> humans to fight that over. No, I just go Costco and buy a bigger box. <laughs> Does that make me any less protective? No. <laughs> Still very protective of bagel bites. It's fair. It's fair. They are delicious, though. They are. They are. Uh, uh, or like my mom with Thin Mint Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> she hides them through Those are dangerous. house so we can't find them. 
Nolan and I usually have separate boxes. <laughs> Same with Josh and me, we have separate boxes. <laughs> and but my yeah. mom growing up, she would hide them and sometimes we would find the stash and we were like, <gasps> but it was only ever one box because she hid them in different places. <laughs> Oh, that's so And when funny. we would find them, she'd be like, you're not supposed to sell those! And then she'd go and hide them somewhere else. <laughs> uh, so there you go. That's our way of connecting with the leopard. That's great. Uh, yeah. Their prey is our version of Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> yes, yes. Your mom's Girl box. Scout cookies. Yes, my mom's thin mint box of Girl Scout yeah. cookies. There you go. Your mom is officially an a leopard. <laughs> My mom's a leopard. <laughs> Anyways. Sorry, Nicole's mom. <laughs> I love you. You know we'll what talk about leopard done. moms instead. <laughs> Perfect. So, uh, mom leopards can start being mom leopards at... <laughs> Three to four years old. Oh, such little babies, but also yes. not. <laughs> yes. Not not in the leopard world. <laughs> yes. How old is that in leopard years? Um... <laughs> Are you looking? It's... Well, I don't know if I want to... I'll tell you. It's cool. about no halfway. Oh, okay. It's a little less than half, yeah. Which makes sense. I feel like humans, I don't know, humans are starting to have babies later in life, so it is about halfway at this point for most humans. Yeah. But a decent amount still is about a third of the way, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, um, after their gestation period of 12 weeks, cubs are born in litters of one to four. Um, the average weeks, litter size so is just two. Oh, yeah. so small, so. but makes sense. Well, not two weeks, um, two cubs. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay, okay. Twelve weeks, like... pregnancy, two babies. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. Such a small yes. litter, but it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah. still also such a short amount of time to be pregnant. It's crazy. Animals are crazy. They are crazy. Um, but when the cubs are born... Their eyes are closed, and they're entirely dependent on their mother. Um, they weigh Cute about babies. Yeah, they weigh about one to one and a half pounds. They're so tiny. So small. Yeah, I was oh. gonna ask, what is that compared to your puppies? Do you remember? They were all just like an ounce or two over a pound. The heaviest okay. one was one pound four ounces, and the lightest one was like one pound two ounces. Yeah, so, so. they're about the size of your puppies. Yeah, a little, about the size to a little bigger. Mm-hmm. So. They were so tiny. That came from like a 60-pound dog. Yeah. So Not imagine a like. 100-pound leopard. <laughs> yeah, right. And there's only mm. two of them. She had six, so. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. So small and so precious. They're so tiny. They can just fit in your one little hand. Mm-hmm. It'd be so cute. Yeah. Oh, I just want to so. snuggle them in my face. Yeah. Oh, no. They're not as fuzzy yet, though. Oh. <laughs> well, naked. <laughs> Sorry. Well, they're not naked, naked. <laughs> just a little. Their fur is just not three inches long. 
Okay, okay. It's not the same length as them. They're buzzed. <laughs> or I yeah. guess they have short hair. Got it. Yeah. Short-haired cats, not long-haired cats. <laughs> Yet. Yes. Still cute um, and snuggly, though. Yeah, yeah. So the mom will, after she has them, she will hide them in a tree hollow or rock cleft uh, when she is away hunting. And then they open their eyes around their seventh or tenth day. And their first steps, do you know how old they are when they take their first steps? Three days old. No. Are their eyes opened already? Uh, yes. Oh, uh, 12 days old. Closer. 14 days old? Ah, yeah. so yeah, two they're, weeks. They're about two weeks old. Cute. So, yeah. Oh. They're all just stumbling around. Sorry, I, I have memory of videos of the little kittens. Anyways, um, <laughs> they're so cute. Uh, at two months animals old. are adorable when they're like uncoordinated and i love it when they they're still are. trying to figure out how to like move and walk yeah. I love they're so cute yeah even like baby elephants they're not as fuzzy obviously but they're yeah. still stumbly and they're still yeah. really cute yes so. uh derpy <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um at two months old the little kitten cubs get their first taste of meat. Ooh. And then at three months old, they don't need milk anymore. Nice. So, yeah. And then cubs usually stay with their mothers for up to two years before becoming fully independent. So, nice. um, snow leopards are relatively independent unless it's mating season um, or they have cubs with them. So, if you see a group of them which you might not because there's only like less than a hundred in the world. But if <laughs> you see videos of them that they're in a group, it, that would be why it's because they're usually their cubs um, cool. or their mate. So in the wild leopards live between 10 to 15 years. So that's why it said it was a little less than half. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. So they're with their, they're born and then they're with their mom for two years and then three to f- four years they become um, fertile and they can have their own cubs, start their own little families, and then they grow to be 10 to 15 years old. Nice. And then in captivity, they can live up to 20 years old. Oh, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. So. You get all the yep. food. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So cool ready for story time story time once upon a time long long ago there was a story that jay was gonna tell me yeah (laughs) very singy today i'm sorry (laughs) it's okay uh i didn't (laughs) write any stories i just have a couple to share with you perfect (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> no need. No need. I'm the story when, writer. <laughs> when two leopards love each other very much, they have little leopards. <laughs> they have two little leopards themselves. That's it. <laughs> the end. Uh, yeah. So there was 
a leopard in the zoo. Specifically, the Oregon Zoo. Oh. Yes. Um, So back in, I believe it was 2016, um, Mm -hmm. the leopard had to be uh, humanely euthanized after decline in health um, because of her age. But she did grow to be 20 years old. Um, was known to be a one of a kind, a playful spirit, um, and her name was Kia. Cute. So. I wonder if I ever saw her then. I definitely I went to the zoo before, you said 2016? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely went to the zoo before 2016. <laughs> and if she was the leopard that they had, then I probably saw her. That's exciting. Probably. I know yeah. her! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so she was estimated to be one of the oldest Amur leopards on the planet, which was pretty nice. cool. Nice. Um, that is cool. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so there's that. I thought that was kind of cool. Kind of yeah. a local story for, well, local for us, but. Yes. <laughs> All your Oregonians <laughs> out there. It's local. Yeah. If you saw this leopard, her name was Kia. So. She was That's one of cool. a kind. One of a kind. Uh, just like her spots. Yes! Her I love spot that. arrangement such a fun was one detail. of a kind. Yeah, it, I re- thought that was really cool. It is literally like our fingerprints. Like we each mm-hmm. have our own fingerprints. Um, yeah. And each leopard has their own spot arrangement. Yeah. Which is really cute. It's really neat. So, um, In 2005 and 2006, Zoological Society of London, so ZSL, and its local partner Phoenix Fund led a successful international campaign against a plan to build oil pipeline terminals on the coast of the Sea of Japan in the range of both Amur leopards and tigers. So this goes Mm. back to how we're taking over their territory. Um, So this project was literally they wanted to bulldoze and like replace it with um oil pipelines and that just wasn't gonna be a great situation for these already endangered animals um the tiger is also up there and they're not doing so hot either um so it was really cool that the plan fell through (laughs) um and there was a huge campaign and they got a lot of petitions signed and a lot of protesting happened um and they were able to stop it which is awesome um so we can find our oil somewhere else yeah and then on top of that though they did um have a lot of access of like what you can do to help the amur leopard and tigers specifically um and you can do that by supporting the amur leopard and tiger alliance which is alta so alta um who work closely to income cooperation with local regional and federal organizations in china and russia to protect the region's biological wealth through conservation sustainable development and local community involvement so they get the locals involved in protecting um, and helping to uh, create anti-poaching teams with they have a total of 15 members right now in the amur leopard range um and they monitor the Amur leopard populations through snow track counts and camera traps. So the snow track counts, I thought was really interesting. They literally, like, track snow tracks. 
That's um, fun. <laughs> and then they place up cameras and they restore leopard habitats. So they'll plant trees and like try and help repopulate that land. Um, and they s- support um, the recovery of that area. And then they also help run media campaigns to create awareness about the Amur leopards. Um, because even though this animal is like one of the most endangered big cats, not a lot of people know about it. Um, we know yeah. a lot about leopards and snow leopards and like savanna leopards and Sahara leopards, but we don't really hear about this little leopard that lives up in this like way up yeah. here and is all alone in its snow fort. Um, <laughs> snow so, fort. yeah. Um, really so cool. you can find more information about it um, and how to help the Alma leopards uh, to conserve wildcats at, er, at conservewildcats.org. And you can also donate and just learn more information and help support them. And you can tell your friends. Tell um, your you friends. can share this podcast. Share the um, podcast. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead tell everybody about the Amur leopards and that we need them because they're cute they're, they're so cute. cute all um, animals are important to uh, our ecosystem except mosquitoes yeah. <laughs> mosquitoes have no purpose <laughs> even ants have a purpose i could live with that but mosquitoes don't <laughs> oh that's that's fair um yeah, so there's a, there's a link in our resource page about the armor <laughs> leopards. They don't have a higher predator. They are the biggest or highest predator in their area. So they also nice. help keep those, like the badgers and the deer and the populations down for that. So that's why they're important. Nice. They're important. Um, yep, yep. Um, Show them love. Yeah. I have two famous leopards. Fame. Mm-hmm. Give me the fame. And since we were talking about those camera traps, I'll start with that. Uh, Barry the leopardess. <laughs> That's adorable. Uh, <laughs> is a star of a unique project called The Spotted Family. Um, and Barry was caught on a camera trap, which is basically just a camera, a hidden camera. Um, and she was caught with her two little cubs. Uh, so scientists have been watching Barry uh, since her birth, and in 2017 she had cubs, um, so and we cute. got to see them through the camera traps. You can find those on YouTube. Um, it's really cute. That is adorable. And then the other Amur leopard. Uh, there was a episode called "From Pole to Pole Through Planet Earth." And it features armor leopards and how hunting is really hard for these little well, leopards. The, well, big leopards, I guess. Um, up in the cold. So, yeah. They talk about that. Cool. So, yep, yep. And then I've got some lightning facts. Ready? Yep. Zing, zing. Shoo! <laughs> <laughs> yes we really do need lightning sounds Uh, (laughs) or we should just record all of ours and just put them in there there we go just like we need our booze and clapping yes yes Uh, uh cool so 
we talked one of your fun facts was about how much money you'll have to spend to bail yourself out oh. for getting caught poaching armor leopards uh-huh. uh and i just have a fun fact to expand on that uh, perfect because now we know about their population like why it's so important that we need them uh they're highly protected so in russia poachers of armor leopards may be fined up to one million one hundred thousand rubles which is fourteen thousand nine hundred seventy two dollars in u.s dollars and 75 cents um and then oh. they'll be jailed for that two years for killing an Amra leopard. But storing, transporting, or selling their parts, so Amra leopard parts, carries a fine for up to 1 million rubles, which also converts to 1,361,159 US dollars and two years in jail. Noko got very quiet and wide-eyed. <laughs> I mean, perfectly deserved uh-huh. to have to spend all that money and sentenced jail time. But that's... Yes. I was mostly... Parts? <laughs> People sell parts? <laughs> yes. Yes. What? Uh, and then I have one more on that, on that note. Uh... If the crime is committed by an organized group of people, the fine can be as high as 2 million rubles, which converts to $2,722,318 U.S. dollars. Yeah. So that's $2,722,318 U.S. dollars. Oh, my gosh. Attached to that, a jail term of up to five to seven years for killing an armor leopard. Oh my gosh. And you can't make any money while you're in there. Blah. Oh gosh. You know, it's just better not to risk it and leave those endangered animals alone. Yep. You should probably uh. just leave them where you found them. Leave those just leopards away. alone. All you people, leave those leopards alone. Just walk away. away. Do I have over $2 million to spare on getting caught? No. No, I do not. You know, I know a guy. (laughs) You know what? They're too cute. Just walk away. Shoot them with a camera. (laughs) Yes. Camera lens. Just take a picture and move on. Smile and wave, boys. Just smile and wave. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. It's so. so sad. But I'm glad that the fine is very serious. Yes. yes. Um, cool. And then I have two other facts. Um, leopards, so the Amur leopards aren't known to be fans of swimming. But when they are swimming, they are excellent swimmers. Um, and they're nice. one of the few cats that do swim um by choice so if they don't have to they won't but obviously the snow has to melt sometimes so that means they eventually have to swim right Uh, so and then my last fact yeah 
is kind of cute. Uh, armor leopards have long bushy tails with an average length of just under three feet. And then in the Uh. winter, they use their tails to keep warm. And they wrap it around themselves like a blanket. Little snuggles with the tail. So cute. I know. It makes me so happy. It's kind of like the makes you want to like cuddle the little ball of fur. I know. And it's three inches long. So it's like nice and fluffy. Yeah. It's a decent sized tail. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, so cute. Yep, those are all my armor leopards facts. Uh, I would I highly it. recommend checking out and supporting um, the Alta Armor Leopard and Tiger Alliance. They have a lot of good information. And then in our resource page, there's definitely some awesome photos. Yay! So. I love it. Yeah, thanks, Nicole. Thank you for educating me and teaching me. And both those things mean the same thing, but I appreciate it. (laughs) Twice as much. Well, I'm glad I got to share all my facts with you. Yes. And I got to look at cute pictures. Yes, yes. And now you know how much money you'll have to spend if you get caught poaching one of these animals. I will not. Let them just repopulate. I will not poach them. Yes. Have more babies. Little fuzzy Barry, balls. have more babies. Yeah. Little fuzzy we can balls. name them all like Blue and Raz and Straw and <laughs> Salmon and Huckle. Marion. Marion. Oh, that'd be cute. Marion. Oh. I think Huckle would be really cute too. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other uh, what are other berries? I know there's so many. <laughs> did you say rasp? I did say rasp. Rasp. But you have to make sure you get the P. Rasp. <laughs> oh, cutie bugs. Goose. A gooseberry. That'd be so cute. That'd be so cute. Goose. Uh cool well thank you yeah thanks nicole Mm -hmm. bye animal lovers until next time bye thank you so much for joining us animal lovers this has been the animal facts podcast with nicole and jayla Please rate, review, and tell all your friends so we can continue with your support and sharing fun animal facts with you. We are also looking forward to hearing from you, our listeners. So feel free to email us at animalfactspodcast at gmail.com with facts you want us to cover, facts you want us to correct, cool or crazy stories you have involving animals we have talked about in the past or may be talking about in the future, or any wild or domesticated (laughs) animals you'd like us to research and add to our list. We want to hear from you and feature your stories as well, so feel free to email them to us. You can also follow us on Instagram at Animal Facts Podcast for updates and other random things. Click the link in the description for our resources, merchandise, and other cool things. Thank you for listening, liking, subscribing, and supporting us in our animal discoveries and adventures. 
Our awesome drum roll is provided by my really cool brother and father-in-law, Ethan and Kent Paulson. And a special thanks to my best friend, Jewel, for our music. Until, Until next time, bye! Alright, you ready for your last random fact that has nothing to do with more Leopards? Yes, I'm ready. It's kind of, it's kind of gross, but it's interesting, and we should also be very grateful that we don't practice this anymore. Oh, no, I don't know if I want to know this. And it's not a specific animal, like, it's not, like, just pigs or cows or goats or whatever, it's uh, general animals, because I don't have, like, a specific this animal is what they always used for. Ancient Romans used to use animal urine as mouthwash. No. They'd brush their teeth and rinse with animal pee. <laughs> it's gross. Yes. Why? It would whiten their teeth, though. Ew. And it worked. Because urine contains ammonia, which is a compound of nitrogen and hydrogen, and it's capable of acting as a cleansing agent. Ew. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Oh. Ew. <laughs>